1: the Wake Up with Michelle Miche, Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality, the soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Soul Lights. How's everyone doing? If you're new to this podcast, hi, I'm Michelle. It's great to have you here. Hi, I'm just getting my... Uh, tea here and uh, or I'm going to do a decaf cappuccino maybe with a mixture of coconut milk and almond milk. Wow lots of shifting happening lots to talk about looks like we have a great guest coming on Dr. Sharon Martin had a dream question come in which I love I will be doing a dream interpretation class again I think actually within the next couple months. Mixing in mysticism, modern mysticism, because really when you mix the dream work with mystic energy and focus, um, it's powerful. Hi, everyone in the chat. Great to see everyone. Hello, hello. Big hello in caps. No, I'm not shouting. I'm just glad to see you all. (laughs) All right, gang. So call-in number is 347 539 If you have a question, a comment, you want a reading, you want to say hi, you need to press 1 on the keypad. Okay, so three four seven five three nine five one two two. 539 If you're in the chat and I can see it, I'll answer questions. It's best to, I don't know, type in caps or put a emoji or something so that I can um, see it because sometimes I miss there's a lot of conversation going on in the chat and sometimes I miss I miss it Um, let's see Want to um, I don't know if she's listening give a shout out for Siggy who has been so supportive of my soul insights and tarot channel I want to give a shout out also to all the Patreons, the patrons of Patreon. We are having a great time over there. If you want more support, more connection, more clearing work, energy work, meditation, emotional repatterning, advanced metaphysics, advanced esoteric principles, uh, spirituality, the occult, we are doing it over there. And we do deep dives, there's different tiers if you want to connect monthly with me, where I answer questions, I talk, I do readings, we talk about information from the guides. Um, It's really like, in a way, a self-study program. If that's something that interests you, you can, I think it's in this description box of the episode, there's a link there. You can also go to my link tree or flow code. I guess it is on Insta, or you can always just put my name in on um, Patreon. I think it's Michelle Mache and Soul Awakening uh, with Moi. I try to put my name in so that people remember that. You know, it's easier to to find. It's easier to do a search. So, yeah, okay, 347-539-5122 is the number. Press 1 on your keypad if you have a question or a comment. If you're just listening, uh, that's great, too. Um, thank you also for some of you have recently subscribed to, uh, to my podcast, um, kind of archives we're, we're going to be doing live starting this month, actually, uh, on YouTube, and that's Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast. So you can just put in my name. Um, It's so funny. I've had this podcast since I think 2007, 9 maybe, 7, 9. And somebody took awakenings with their name on YouTube. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I still kept it because it's built up. Um, And also I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and also soul insights and tarot. I'm trying to get everyone together cuz I some things that I have planned in the future are going to be very um group orientated and and not all charged. You know, I keep things at a you know, minimum fee uh for everything that I do and then of course I do uh you know, gratis things, freebie things like this. Um so. Yeah. I think I need to get my decaf going here. Let's see. I see people in the chat. Hello in the chat. Okay, 3475395122. Press 1 on your keypad. Uh just going to touch upon the energy pattern that's happening right now. Uh get to James's dream who called in and then we'll get to callers. So stay put or if you are walking away or walking around, make sure that you um, unmute un- un- yourself. Well, I'll unmute you, but make sure that you're in a shout-outs distance from me. Uh, you know, from your phone. Okay, gang. So, very interesting. We have got a very interesting energy pattern that's coming up, and it's almost like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A little bit of a – and I know we have some retrogrades. Um, Pluto is one, Saturn, just coming out of a Mercury retrograde. Um, And Venus is going to be retrograde in July. I believe July. Don't quote me on that, but I think July. Uh, Maybe June. I don't know. I I know in July the nodes switch – the north node into aries south node into libra but here's the deal gang Want to let you know this because i did a deep dive this morning i hardly got any sleep I, i had so much energy i've been i feel like i'm giving birth those of you that have been when you're pregnant there's a nesting time where you just you're preparing you you get up you're pacing you're walking around and i don't even believe how much i'm getting done with so little sleep but I've been cleaning out stuff. I even found something, a, a very valuable piece of jewelry that I thought I had lost. And um, something told me, to look here, do this. So I'm clearing out stuff, getting rid of stuff, getting giving stuff to the, not the Goodwill, I don't know, but like a thrift store kind of place, you know, resale place. Um, and just making space, making room, just redid some stuff in my house it's just time to kind of do a little up leveling and a facelift so see how that applies for you now what i've been getting from the guides it's like yes there are new directions coming in yes some of the things that you want to manifest changes in job career relationship moves all of that's happening but different than you envision different what you thought So the message I was getting for so many, um, including myself to some degree, is right now it's about altering approaches. And with these retrogrades and especially Venus going in retrograde, which I believe will be, yeah, for sure will be in Leo, the sun, your solar aspect of you. Sun is an essence. It's not the total. In fact, I like when I'm doing astrology, I really look a lot at the moon. I feel like in some ways the moon has more, um, they all blend together, all the aspects, all the planets, all the signs, you know, the qualities, signs are the qualities of energy, um, you know, how, some, how that planetary energy is manifesting. But when you look at the moon, you really see the interior world, um, inter- your interior realm. You see your emotions, your energy in motion, what really fulfills you, makes you tick. And it also has a lot of past life connections, the moon does. It's a very unconscious, subconscious. Of course, it's the mother, so it's, it's the seeding, right? It's the gestation period where the solar or the sun, the father, is the birth. You know, it's, it's a manifested form. It's what you come with. And then, of course, our rising sign has to do with not only how people see us, but how we see others and, most importantly, how we see the world, <laughs> it's our navigating, it's our, it's our lens, if you will. It, what kind of lens do you operate through or do you look at the world through? What kind of navigational system do you use? And you can tell a lot, a lot by somebody's moon, the aspects to it, and, of course, the rising sign. You know, and, and all aspects are important. It's not just those. But I really think when you hone in on those, you get a lot of information. And solar astrology, looking at the sun, is very new. Uh, It was mostly based on the moon. We had a lot with moon cycles. So if you look at the moon, because we're not so static, you know, we're not, we really are those fluctuations of our emotions, and and that taps us into our you know, intuition and our true self-expression or soul expression and the way to creatively express that in the world. If you guys hear me moving around, I'm getting my, I need to do more decaf. I'm doing a nice, deep, roasted decaf with frothy, I'm using my frother, coconut milk, and almond milk. So, um, alter your approach right now look at what you're what you're doing right now and ask yourself how can i alter this to make it more interesting more fulfilling how can i bring in more of my creativity and or curiosity because right now what you're doing is the bridge to what you're going to be doing there's there's pieces of that right it's like a client of mine that's very skilled in business you know ran companies and now they're working more for themselves and doing something more what you might term overtly spiritual based and they were really detesting what they were doing in the corporate world and and in, in finance and i said yeah but that's what's that background that's that's a foundation for having a good business for what it is that you want to do and i have quite a few clients that are like that where there's been a crossover or what they know spiritually and metaphysically it's helping them in the workplace, you know, in the, in the career, in the office, you know, in making the changes or what they've done, what they've learned about repatterning and people's patterns and, um, you know, personality, let's say glitches, <laughs> personality disorders, personality glitches, personality characteristics, their own pattern and what they're bringing in they're using so try to not you know again that proverbial saying you know the cliche throw the baby out with the bathwater. yeah you, we really have to build we, everything in this universe is built upon something else there's always this building especially on the earth plane you know again this and I, I think i said this last week i've been saying it quite a bit in different settings but the seed of the new is in the old right and the seed of the old is in the new. I mean it, it it's it's both. We built, you know, the, the 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 mulch that we have that makes the soil really, you know, juicy and fertile and abundant to have that great garden comes from the leaves that have fallen off and dried before. So if you can start thinking that way, you're going to maximize your potential. You're going to maximize also your connection to your soul because it's, in a sense, honoring that all that you were doing in some level, in some way, makes sense, even though you're changing direction or you're, you know, drawing in something new. So the time for the actual decision of that's over or I'm doing this or I'm doing that is coming. It's so close for so many of you, and some of you, you're already doing it, but you're like, oh, I still have to do this, or I'm still do, finishing this up. Alter your approach. Those of you that are wanting to manifest something new or draw in something new, or you're creating something, whatever it is, you're, you know, you're creating something different, you know, a new, a new direction, a new job, a new career. You have to look and see, what's, what can I do now? What's my approach to what I'm doing now? How can I alter that? How can I make it more juicy, more fun? You know, bring in more soul juice, right? And I will tell you that it is going to have to do something with fun, curiosity, lightness, inspiration. It's going to have to do with some of those energetic experiences, energetic qualities, Especially inspiration. What makes something lighter? What makes something fun or more fun? Is it that you need to research more? What is it that you need to do more or do less of? What is, you know, in some of you you're doing so much that it could feel almost like a burnout. So you need to pull out and just Say, okay, that'll get done when it gets done or it's not going to get done today. And just take the time. You have to remember you are still manifesting and creating while you're sleeping. Your higher self never sleeps. Your spirit team, the people on the other side, (laughs) I call them people, don't sleep. So there is an aspect of you that is totally always awake, awakening consciousness, but our denser physical body, the Earth's body, has a certain rhythm and pattern just like the you know, the moon and the planets, right? And we have to honor that. That that's part of this dimensional pull, gravitational pull. Now, I will tell you that's lessening and some of you may feel be feeling that, having sleep patterns, sleep disruption, like where you're go, go, go or sleeps or you're sleeping a lot or you're Spending more time with yourself or out in nature or you're very inward or you're sensing something is new something is changing there's some new influence and that influence is energetic it starts energetically first that's what everybody has to get it starts energetically first so I'm just inviting you to feel that instead of looking for tangible directions instead of always looking for something that's concrete Start connecting into the subtle energy to feel out the energy of what is starting to coalesce. That brings you more into the subtle energy. That brings you into the etheric plane, the, the astral plane, and the akashic. And for some of you, ultimately, if you're really shifting your vibration, it brings you into the realm, of the spirit realm, into the void, into the more of the undifferentiated undiv- un, um, energy which is pretty amazing because then you're tapping into clearer source energy, okay? You're really going um, to some degree beyond, right? All right, so I hope that's given some insight, a little bit of heads up for this week. And now let's get to the dream. After the dream, I'm going to just touch on this and then it has to do with crying and sobbing and a lot more. A lot of of good turns on here. So when J.M., I'm going to call him J.M., has a question, it's always a deep dive, (laughs) a deep dive and a deep download, and as well with his dream. So, well, the dream I had this morning, I was writing like a biography on a present-day aboriginal legend, a person of great stature that was really contributing to bringing Australia's traditional owners along. In the dream, I was sobbing as I wrote the biography, as I was overwhelmed, overcome by the ancestral pain and trauma experienced by Australia's aboriginals. I've never cried in dreams, yet on the last three occasions, I have sobbed in my dreams. First was when I was bound, stupefied with drugs and tortured. Second, when I was trying to get the police judiciary to understand that my ex was a werewolf doppelanger and seriously, bad. Third, the aboriginal bloke discussed above. What do you make of it? Well, a couple of things. Well, first of all, I do feel that you're tapping into an existential dream world, the, the collective unconscious, where there is a lot of mourning coming up. There's a lot of grief right now that's coming up. Uh, this could be for, especially for indigenous uh, people, the ancestors, the ans- we've been doing a lot of ancestral work, you know, mentally, emotionally, through generational transition, uh, transmissions, uh, through, you know, culture, family of origin, however you want to look at it. There's a lot with those that have come down before us. And those, and I literally mean come down before us or come into or come through, that have their galactic or starseed roots that seeded. Uh, some of the beings that were here to forms of life let's put it that way that were here as as well so i do feel there is this coalescing that's starting to happen bit by bit where and again it is the unity consciousness that started in the harmonic convergence of the late 80s the harmonizing principle it takes it takes a long time on the earth plane i mean it's exponential it takes a long time takes a long time and then there's you know, a quantum leap, there's a critical mass, there's a tipping point. So I feel that you're tapping into that collective and then how that collective has to do with you, your own grief on this dimension, this James's lifetime, this lifetime, what you've been going through, the losses, the recouping, just the life experience, you know, the, the drama the tragedy that we are here right the comedy the tragedy the drama the spirit play that we are are in so i feel that you're getting that and you're releasing a lot i feel like because there's something freeing up for you in the heart so there could have been heart issues or something with the heart so there's a lot with this heart opening and of course when we become more intuitive more psychic more aware it our heart opens if you you know you can be more empathic, you can feel things more. Um, so, I feel that it's some of your pain, individual pain, your your own roots on this earth, how that, and then the pain of others. That again, the existential pain, the pain the, that is welling in the astral. This is the next level of the of the grief. And some people could say, well, yes, it was nine eleven. There was, um, you know, the panty. i got to watch what I say, unfortunately, because this will be going to YouTube. But, you know, all these things that happened that we went through, big group things, right, in the collective. And, you know, th- there's a lot of post-traumatic um, stress. You know, it, we don't. Get to grieve or feel the stress of things right after, because we're still having to acclimate. We're still having to move this around and do this and do that and adjust our mindset and bounce back and go forward and be resilient. We're, we're doing all of that. So I dare say, even when I feel with the astrology. It, it's 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 showing that we're going to come into a deep Mother Mary, Hail Mary, Jesus, come to Jesus, Baba G <laughs> moment where. And some of you are already feeling this. I know I am, where, hey, this is what's really important. And, and a lot of the, you know, we talked about the non-essentials, non-essentials, right? Well, we're really going to be getting the non-essentials and saying what's essential or, or not essential. So there is something for you about tradition for yourself, and, and not only helping this aboriginal bloke, this elder along, it's yourself. What traditions are you keeping? What do you need to connect with traditionally? So I sense in this a part of you that wants a deeper meaning and deeper understanding in life. Next level. You already got it, but it's about going next level. And... Again, bound, stupefied with drugs, tor- that could be, again, a lot. Of, our, our dreams represent not only other lifetimes or other dimensional experiences or situations with other people, but ourselves. How have we felt bound, stupefied? Are we stupefying ourselves with drugs or alcohol? Do we feel tortured in life? Are we torturing ourselves? So it's always looking at the perception and then the projection outward. Is it with someone else? And I feel like you're going through this time, and see, when I was trying to get the police, the judiciary to understand that my ex, my ex-wife was a werewolf, well, werewolves of London, they change, they shape shift, and you're seeing that everywhere, so I feel like you're kind of coming out of maybe this cautious mode, opening up more, and it literally can be the police, the judiciary that you're dealing with or working with, and you're sorting these issues and problems out. And it can also be the police or the judiciary keeps the order. So we have an inner policeman in the dream world. We have a judiciary part of us, right? It's, it's, a, it's the Libra, right? It's the justice card in the tarot, justice and, and judgment. Uh, temperance to some degree if you're bringing in the metaphysical aspect of us the energetics so again are we over policing ourselves or do we need to police ourselves a little bit do we need to watch you know how is our internal policing or balancing act or our justice system within whether to ourselves or to others but definitely I would say also from these dreams is that, yes, you're tapping into something more within yourself. And that grief frees up. Grief is amazing because after grief, it's like, it's like you know, comes a new something, a new creation. Grief is like the rain or water on plants. You know, when, when it's raining... You know, all right, our hair gets messy and frizzy, or some people it gets really, you know, super straight, <laughs> super like a, you know, whatever. Some people it sticks up, it does whatever. The clothes get sloppy. Um, but we feel refreshed and renewed. Something we we know something has happened, even if it's getting ca- getting caught in a rainstorm and it's cold. You know that hot shower bath feels good. We get those wet clothes off. We feel refreshed. We feel. So that's what I'm getting from these dreams. It's your feeling. Your feeling, and 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 this, especially this elder, bringing on the feeling. So I would say connect into the elder within you. And and you know, ask that part of you. It could be the, what we call the inner psyche, the higher self. Um, it's all these, we have like these main aspects within us or main parts, but they have different shades. So if I'm connecting into my inner healer, what might be is a, an inner, the part of my inner healer might be physical healing, mental, emotional healing, or it might be messages about food, or it might be messages about, you know, scheduling and balance and timing. Um, so I would say to check in with that elder the wise, the sage within, that you're developing that. And then your own policing, guarding system, you know, the part of you that keeps order, because you also mentioned traditional. So is there a new sense of order coming in for you or a new way of having order? You know, like I'll give an example. Like, and, and I have this happen, you know, invariably with... Quite a few clients of mine, especially that are more corporate, where maybe they leave a job or they're going more consulting, or they, you know, they've uh, starting a new job, or retired, or new career, or they've got space in between, you know, careers or jobs, whatever, or uh, position, I guess you want to call it. And they'll be, oh, I'm slacking. I can't believe I slept in. I did this. I did, and it's like, no, you have a different rhythm. Follow that You're not going to be a slack trust me folks we don't turn into something that we're not and i know it's scary because sometimes i have it myself or i'm like oh my god am i burned out am i sl- i'm sleeping a lot or i'm don't feel like doing this or i let this go and then all the, if i go with it it's usually like the third day boom ever ready battery bunny boom 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 getting this done that done that done you know or i stay longer in nature you know i'm going to be gone and Half hour, an hour, and then I, I realize, oh my God, I've been three hours doing this and that, <laughs> doing my Patreon videos, or just relaxing in the sun, or you know, hiking and chitch- or chit chatting. So again, that's us moving out of that chronological time. So James, that may be something for you too. What what's the new type of you know, because police, think about it in the, in the most, you know, they can have a lower octave non-life enhancing aspect to them and they can have a very, you know, uh, life enhancing aspect. And some places are called peacekeepers, you know. In Britain, they don't even have guns. I think they have some kind of bully billy club, bull, some kind of stick thing. I've seen it when I watch my British spy, who done it, uh, cop shows that I love. They have some little stick thing that comes out. Uh, so yeah, that dream is, is that's that dream is chalked with a lot of um, new growth and awareness coming in, and a lot of feeling, a lot of feeling in the healing, healing in the feeling to maximize your next level of soul expression and soul experience all right gang hope that uh, helped everyone oh athena in the chat that's how i feel Burned out and my mind doesn't want to do anything except relax being outside in nature meditation's just being present and fun as possible yeah athena welcome to the club <laughs> Now that is the soul coming in, and I do feel because as we get things more automated as as you know certain requirements are outdated or outmoded we it's going to require less labor on things, and also again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we have to remember that we're aligning things, syncing things up, prioritizing reprioritizing when we're laying around couch potatoing when we're watching all the YouTube videos when hopefully all of you are watching my soul insights and in tarot on YouTube <laughs> out in nature so again and you can see the astrology moving less from the labor earth focus that doesn't mean we won't have earth earth is beautiful wonderful we'll have the earth element you know manifested form but we're moving more into the mental realm and the and 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 fire which is inspiration, right? The air, ethers. Air is also, e- I consider air also ethers. So that's the etheric, the, the ethers. So that's a lot by mentally manifesting and putting things in order and moving more into inspiration and inspired action and connecting spiritually and using our spiritual powers to do our bidding, so to speak. That's what I dive into a lot in Patreon. It's all about connecting into that, the mental realm, the higher mental realm and spirit realm. That's understanding the spiritual energy and how to connect, utilize that, connect into it. It is an aspect of us. So we're moving more into timing. So it, it's, a, it's an interesting concept, the idea of timing, like the right place, the right person, the right situation—everything kind of moving around, you know. Um, so, but but it's a big it's a big shift to create a change. We're having this shift because we've been so, uh, pre, you know, everything's been focused on time, chronological time, which is not going away. But timing is going to be taking more key precedence, right? So, yeah, it's a whole shift. So if you can find your place in that, that's why thank you, Athena, for asking that or sharing what you shared. If you can just try and go, okay, Michelle was saying this, or the guide said this, over souls, or Athena in the chat mentioned this, I kind of feel that way. Or how can I integrate some of that energy? All you need to do is resist less and integrate some of the new emerging consciousness that's coming in and what's that what's that brain is bringing in or if you're resisting it just be conscious enough to know I'm resisting it because it feels different and then what I tell myself is I like, go oh but I've been programmed I'm conditioned so that's why I think it has to be a certain way and it doesn't necessarily have to be that way you know so we're reformatting, and, and what we experience, in fact, I think I'm going to put the key code, um, the last workshop up. I might put it up for, um, let me take a note, so that if other people want to listen to it, because I taught, it's a workshop, and then we did healing through sound. It was very powerful. Got a lot of uh feedback on it and a lot of people shifting i've had people tell me i'm, I'm after that workshop i'm no longer the same i it, they said it took them about two weeks to process and some people have made major changes in their life it's very powerful this technology from the spiritual hierarchy um and over souls so but one of the things is we re, we dematerialize and rematerialize and it's at it it we, we can't even discern it with our eyes i've seen it psychically i've talked about it on this podcast, the times that I have. I went into greater detail in the workshop. But we reassemble, each person reassembles a little bit differently to match the vibrational frequency of what they're experiencing or what's in front of them or who's in front of them, even the person. So understanding that if you can pause and go, whoa, whoa, I'm seeing things from conditioning. Let me see it in a new unit of time or let me see it differently or let me see it how so-and-so sees it. You might be looking at some, oh, I wish I was like them or I wish I could do this, I wish I could do that. Well, you'll have a better chance of doing that if you can reassemble your assemblage points <laughs> your, and your ACA that hold you in place. If you can reassemble your perception of what you're experiencing or what you're viewing or what you're going through, then that is going to change not only how you experience the world, but what you attract and manifest. So they're called assemblage points. Okay? We learn this shamanically. We, we're constantly shifting these assemblage points. And it's so interesting because I remember in college I had a philosophy class and they talked a little bit like this and I just didn't get it at all. It's so weird how information is kind of hidden. But there was a the whole thing, is the light on or off? You know the, the professor would turn the the light on, and it, it, you know, and I remember something about reality um, kind of assembling itself. You know what we know now is is like the core, the observer theory, but to me, what the guides were telling me and sharing with all of us that I shared in the workshop, it goes even deeper than that. It's not just the observer principle. It's who is the observer. All my, my, my beliefs, my conditioning, my experiences, that is affecting the assemblage points. My assemblage points, and when I con- come in contact with people, a bird, uh, a tree, you know, a sl- flower, whatever, it's, I'm going to see things and experience things according to my assemblage points. I'm reassembling them to some degree to fit into my narrative. And so that's part of what's a big change that's happening. And you can help it along if you can understand this and bring conscious awareness to this and conscious, you know, behavior changes or mental-emotional changes. All right, let's get to callers. 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Hi, you're on air. Hello.
2: Good afternoon, Michelle. This is Debbie from Puget Sound, and I'm hello. calling to say hello and thank you, and thank you for this wonderful show. And also to tell you, you were very on target when you said I would have an interim move. I made an interim <gasps> oh, move six God. weeks ago. Six oh. weeks ago, I made an interim move, and I have another six weeks um, where I am. And... Um, So I'm calling in a very different, uh, well, I feel differently. Um, You do.
1: Your energy is a lot different. Something's lightening up. You have some hope.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And um, I just wanted to ask uh, what the guides might be thinking about or revealing to me or trying to reveal to me uh, regarding my next move.
1: Let's look. So now I get. I'm hearing settle in. So what Mm -hmm. does that mean? Are you? How long are you going to be there? Because I'm hearing settle in.
2: Yeah, I have six more weeks.
1: Okay. So let's look at that. There is something about settle. It's funny, but I do see a big, a longer move. I get settle in as into your body. It could be, and in the yeah. into the idea of doing it, of moving. Okay. I feel like there's a longer distance move. hmm But you yeah, have to. Yeah, there's a lot settling into your body. There's something mm-hmm. about a project or a plan, something that you're doing in the house. Let's see how could you best utilize this time. See, I hear you. Somebody saying, "Oh, you're really, you're going to do it." You know, I hear you saying, "I'm really going to do it." Is there a dog with you around? There's going to be a little dog that you really connect with when you move. Me- me- medium size, I would say.
2: Um. Well, right now in this house, I'm cat sitting. So oh. Okay. you're That's currently.
1: Okay. Well, that might be the small little animal being. I feel where you're going, there's a a medium-sized doggy, maybe even like, I don't know, I can't say, but I'm getting the the dog, something about the dog, a medium-sized dog. You're going to be, are you thinking of doing more house-sitting? You want to settle. You really want to settle. Yes, I do. I want
2: to settle. I want to. Yeah, I want to get unpacked. It's been too many years.
1: Okay, that's what it is. Settle in. Okay, so that's why they're saying settle in. So where is Debbie settling in? That keeps keeps coming up. Where do you want to be? Could this person have another place for you to live? Um,
2: where I am, no. She. This is her house.
1: Okay, but she doesn't know someone else.
2: Um. Not that I am aware of, but I, I, I'd i be surprised. Yeah, see, I mean, she's, yeah, a, so she's the next, away right now.
1: Okay, yeah, that's what I could tell. Yeah, she's her house sitting or whatever. So I feel like the next place, it, it, you will be settling in. So there's something about your body, though, settling into your body or some kind of maybe walk more or some kind of healing mm-hmm. routine. Like, use this time, like, I'm I'm getting ready to to move.
2: I've been going to There's chiropractic something... um, over the oh, last week. weeks. Yes. Okay,
1: perfect. Yeah, because it's showing if you adju- if you address your body, yes. um, things are going it, It's going to be easier for you to move if that makes sense.
2: Yes, it does make sense.
1: Okay, so that could even be literally. Yeah, so address the body, yes. settle in, settle into the body, be where you are right now. I just feel, what. what is your question to me? Because it keeps coming back to you, like where do you want to move?
2: I don't understand why that is such a quandary to me. I feel like I'm all over the, the map of the United States, and I, I think it's because I have so many friends all over the United States, and... I always move to where I have a connection. But I, I feel that there's a longer move coming, as, as you have said. I feel that. So well, I, it could I, be I just in your
1: mind. It could be Ninth House is coming up. I'm heating up my... Ninth House is coming up, so it, it could be... Because I'm hearing settle in. So if you have a place where you can be... Because right now it shows a lot to do with the body.
2: Mhm.
1: So yeah. you may be getting one pla getting a base and and doing something. I almost feel like something with the house. I don't know if it's work around the house or if it's animals or if there's something about getting, taking care of the house or caretaking, taking care of the house. And um Yeah, because I feel like it's you're you're to settle in, settle in the body. You will have a place. I do feel that you will have a stable place, a base for sure, because I see it. I feel it will be have a garden. It, you know, it may be even on somebody's property where there's like a house, you know, a second house or something, or a smaller, I don't know, guest house or studio or something in the back, or it's a duplex, something like that, Um I don't feel you've come across it yet
2: um, no I haven't <laughs> but if you're
1: no okay so because I feel you have a lot of opportunities to where you want to go and even if I said oh I think you should move here or the guides are saying that you won't do it so there's something you have to come to and I feel it is the, the preparation of knowing that you're going to be moving
2: well, I Even do know that I'm going to be moving. <laughs> I mean, I well, have to move from here.
1: No, I know that. But to do a bigger move, to, to make a decision on something, you're still not ready to for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, my, I think my, my chiropractic needs are, are my priority right now. I'm trying to get my back and my right knee. I hyperextended my right knee last October, and it's taken then a long that's time. What
1: need to do. That's what yeah, I was so talking that, about at the beginning of the podcast, see? That's right. what you need to do then, is you need to settle in, find a place, a room, a something, and focus on the body and settle in under the body. You've gone through a lot. Something has ha- tr- there's something that's happened that's caused you to be ungrounded. And so once you're more in the body and healed in the body, back connected to your body and settled into the body, you're going to be able to find that place where okay this is my base this is where it is this is it but see that's the thing it's like psychic like like i can predict stuff uh, six months a year you know five years down the road but what is it in between all that to get there that's why i like to channel guidance i like to Mm -hmm. because you're not ready yet to do that move the focus for you right now is the body
2: yes and i i Completely understand it's the body. That's why I found my way to a chiropractor. But it's taken Good. a really long time with insurance to get from last October's yeah. hyperextending my need till two months ago. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's okay. That Well, it just tells you you're in the right place. And if you re-listen to the big, this beginning of the podcast, it so oh, speaks I to what you're talking <laughs> about. Did you go? Well, yeah. what did it say? Yeah. Stay where you are. You're on the right path, the right track. Just alter your approach.
2: Yes. Alter Alter your your viewpoint.
1: Alter Mm -hmm. your approach. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Okay. Yeah, we got to remember things. This earth plane again. It's like it takes so long, and then all of a sudden, it's like something happens really quickly, and we're like, "Why couldn't this happen sooner?" But Mm -hmm. all I've been told is that's the way of this dimension. That's this earth plane, and that's the way of the soul path. Things just there's so many intricacies into our our decisions that on some level mm-hmm. are not even ours. You know, fate, destiny, okay. things we're wrapping up, people we mm-hmm. need to connect with. You know, it, it, it's it's right. there's just so much. But you, for you, if you're focused on the body right now, that's perfect. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Thank you. Go ahead. And I will alter my viewpoint.
1: <laughs> yeah. Figure out what that is. You can do it through contemplation through meditation and see how can I look at this differently or what is a more life-enhancing or life-confirming way to look at this, you know, or what's a new approach to this, a new way of doing this, you know. I, I just redid my, my, my YouTube videos that I was doing because I was finding that even though back in the day I was a model and an actor and I'm like, uh, but that's different, you get up early get on the set six or seven, somebody's doing hair and makeup, all that. But in my mm-hmm. everyday life, I don't do don't do do not that. I don't wear – and I was like, oh, God.
2: Because I, and mm-hmm. some people, oh, you I don't need that. makeup. You've I'm like, no, cares. you
1: do need makeup when you – I'm sorry. And you have to worry about lighting
2: mm-hmm. when
1: you are doing the cards and talking on camera. You have to – because the weird shadows can happen. I couldn't do – the readings at night. And so I just said, that's it. I'm going back to what gave me the most joy in the very beginning.
2: Right. You you just hear my
1: voice, my hands. Yes. I don't Mm -hmm. have no makeup. I'm doing reading. Mm -hmm. I did one day. I did three in a row. And at night I'm like, Oh my God, I love this. I'm connecting with the energy of the people. So I took a new approach.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's what I'm inviting you to do. And I I hear that. It's almost like turn the page, but you turned your chair.
1: Yes, exactly, yes Yes, we we don't always have to get a whole new house To have a whole new chair We can just turn our chair around Exactly <laughs> All right, Debbie, keep <laughs> us posted Much love and life Thank
2: you so much, Michelle Have a great day, bye
1: You too I think I have time for a couple more Then we have our guests coming on A wee bit Hello, you're on air Hi, thank you so much for taking my call Hi, what's your name? My name is Catherine. I'm calling from New York, and I I really enjoyed your intro. Um, oh, I was really you, feeling that. Yes, yes. Oh, thank you. What Did you have me? a question or have something you want yes, to share? Please. Um, okay. a question, please. Yes, thank. Um, I I am involved in a class action suit, and mm-hmm. it's been a while. And I just um, am wondering if you see it, um, I guess, uh, our side winning, I guess, is how to put it. Mm. And it's with a lot of other people. Gosh, I don't know. I'm not getting a strong read on that, to be honest, Catherine. Um, Uh Catherine's other side winning. I feel like it's going to be long, a lo- lot longer and drawn out. Let's see, Catherine and let's mm. see, side winning. I want to say yes, but not as as amount, but not as much. Is there is there some kind of something else besides monetary that you you get? with this? Um, not that I know of. Okay. N- nothing that has to do with some kind of service? Not that I know of. If there is, it, it hasn't been bronze headlines. It hasn't shown attention. up yet. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, then there may be something else that you're going to, because I feel like the, you're going to be offered something. I don't know if it's this suit. This suit seems very... And, and I'm just doing quick reads. That this kind of that kind of reading takes a bit longer because there's so many kind of intricate things. It's not just you and a particular situation. But I feel like there's something else you're going to be involved in where you're offered some kind of service or back pay with something, maybe, or you paid something and you didn't get the service, and so now you get this back, or you get. This. So there is something with. You kind of have that energy around you. Yeah, I don't know if you know what that is yet. Could it be with the company um, that begins with the letter T? They were um, previously a company that began with the letter S? It could be, yeah. if If it's matching what I'm seeing, because there's something about something coming back to you or you were owed this and so... They're going to offer you some kind of, that's reading more strongly because that's something individual for you than this mm-hmm, other situation, mm-hmm. to be honest. I see. So I would just look yeah. for that because you are in this kind of cycle of wrapping things up and what's owed to you. Again, it may not be as much, but there's something so that you can move on. Okay? That's what I would share right. with you. All right, Kathy, keep you. us posted, okay? Big hug. Thank you. Big hugs and love and blessings. Thank you. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello. 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 Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you come back? Hello. Hi, Hi, you're on air Oh, hi, Michelle, how are you? This is Katie Hi, Katie, welcome Hi,
0: Uh, yes, so I went to um, I visited North Carolina and I'm thinking about moving there And I actually, there's like different areas And um, I saw some apartments kind of like in the Uptown South and area, which is like the city, which I really mm-hmm. like. They're really pricey. And then mm-hmm. I kind of like found this other place, but I didn't visit it. And it's, it's like in a universe. It's, it's, I guess close to the university area, but it's like near a lake. It has the bigger, mm-hmm. the bigger space. It's bigger space and bigger windows, but it's about the same price. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. As it's like living in the city. It is. It's about the same price as living in the city. But the city mm-hmm. ones are like smaller in like a, I yeah. I guess close to every like you can walk around, go eat. But the lake has restaurants too over there. So it's like just wondering about both areas. Well, what is kind your, of
1: what are, what are you leaning towards? If you think of both well, close your eyes and think mm. of both of them side by side, which do you go?
0: Um I well I didn't actually visit the Lake one. So I can't you know, I don't have like I didn't really mm. physically they sent me videos of it, but I didn't actually visit one. Um, I like the I mean, I love the the city is just you can just walk around, you can just go to restaurants. They have like a little a little like three thing tr- like three car train that takes you to whatever area you wanna go to. But the train goes out to the other place also. But, um, I mean, I would prefer this city, but the apartments are small. You get what I'm saying? That would be my first choice. Okay,
1: I'm going to tell you, share with you what I share with my psychic development and trusting your intuition, reinforcing your intuition. When we are speaking, and I also know this as a therapist, Mm -hmm. the type of therapy that I do, we look at um, the subtext. And so sometimes the uh-huh. subtext is it's not just words, it's, it's a feeling, an energy around it. Uh-huh. When you yeah. are talking about city, when it has places to go and there's a train that goes out and you can just go out your house and you're in the city and then there are, oh, but there's, <laughs> and the lake, the train goes to the lake too, which, <laughs> yes, girly. Yeah. So again, like I said in the beginning of my podcast, I don't. We don't know right. where where we're going, so to speak. So that intermediary step, there might be the place is small. You may get to the lake, is my sense, but might be down the road. Mm-hmm. You may the the, the step off point for you may be that city because there's all these things to do and to feel that vibrancy. So that's for you, that's for other people that are listening too, is really, I do that myself, I'll feel in, and Mm -hmm. sometimes I don't do it and my clients will tell me, you know, or friends that I've taught this, you know, that have done my workshops, they're like, Michelle, how do you feel? What's the feeling in your Mm -hmm. heart? And I can tell when you're talking about this, Mm -hmm. your energy is really high and up and excited, and the other one, it's like I should or I have to so for it to be the most vibrational frequency the most resonance the most life enhancing it's always going to have what brings us the most vitality okay I mean, they both, like,
0: like say, over the the lake has a bridge, there's a seafood restaurant. They have restaurants also. The city, I mean, I didn't go there, so I don't even know the vibe there. I, I just look.
1: It looks nice. Yeah, look Katie, city, but what I'm trying I'm to like, tell you is I can't mm-hmm. make, I can't even make that decision even psychically. I could tell you what I see psychically, but it could be down the road six months, a year, or two years, or five years. You need to go with what brings you the most sense of vitality. Like like that means happiness? Like what does that mean? Vitality? how yes. like, useless. Vital <laughs> Vital life force energy. Happiness. You feel good in your body. You can you see yourself doing certain things, whatever that is, going here, going whatever that is, that is the the uh-huh. vitality. It's energy. Okay. Uh, okay. It's,
0: I'm gonna go with that, but what do you what are you getting also psychically? But i of course I'm gonna make my own decision. I just want to
1: I, just what I said. What brings you the most vitality? Okay. Yeah. okay. It's strong. It's active energy. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: You know, you may end up at the other one because having more co- contemplation, quiet time and more space down the road. But we, we can't be where we're not yet. Even though where we're going, we may not be ready to be there, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: That's why we're always unfolding.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, I'll yeah. think about it. Thank you.
1: Think about it. <laughs> Let us know. Call us back. Um, we've got a great guest coming on, by the way. So stay okay. put. I will. All right.
0: Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: And those of you, if you didn't get your question answered to get your chance, I'm here next week, 12 p.m. Pacific time, call in, call in a little earlier, and I will get to you. All right, we've got our amazing guest coming on the air, Dr. Sharon Martin. She's got a Ph.D. in physiology. She is also the author of Maximize Your Healing Power. I'm going to be diving into that a bit. Hi, you're on air.
3: Hi, Michelle. Sharon, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing? This is your
3: guest. Hi. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. Okay. You threw me off because there was another share that had just called it. Hi. How are you?
3: Good. Thanks for the invite.
1: Yeah. You're very, very welcome. Um, I definitely want to talk a little bit about your background and um, oh, rural health clinic inside.
3: Pennsylvania is it
1: real rural? Is it like a lot of trees and stuff around where you are? Yes, oh how wonderful e-
3: woodlands yep
1: oh wonderful so let's talk a little bit about your background and how you um I always like to look at like the first awakening and then awakening to the next big awakening awakening to your your like your book your project your what you started to integrate. Um, which is that mystical and spiritual aspect. Because on one level, it seems like there's a lot of traditional training, uh, conventionality, and then you're bringing in this deep dive of spirituality and mysticism, which I love that. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great, um, I think, you know, integration and really brings a holistic approach um, to living well. Um, so I want to kind of get how you decided to do that, and how that has transformed, uh, manifested for you, and transformed your life and others working with you.
3: So, the traditional path was always open because um, my parents were always about always about education, but I've always mm. had a spiritual inclination. I've always felt things that other people may not have felt or known things. And okay. little by little by little over the course of gosh, since college till now at least my five, you know, thirty five years, spirit would put a path in front of me and I would stumble onto it and then it would open up doors I had never imagined. So after college I Went to graduate school, and I was teaching at a, at Emory University, and that was traditional and academic. And I found myself yearning for the rolling hills. I kept telling, mm. I really wanted to be in the rolling topography of Amish country that I'd seen once when I was in college in, in Pennsylvania. And I thought, gosh, I'd love to be there. And I would love to have a barn with a horse. And I would love to walk from the house to the barn. Well, next thing I know, I'm on my... ...which it was in Maryland. And then from medical school, and with and I detail a few of these stories in my book, waking up to see what parts and about the practice of traditional mainstream medicine... And finding myself steering away from the really high end academics because I didn't all feel the heart. And mm-hmm. ending up in a community based residency training in a Amish country, in the Rolling Hills. And from there all of a sudden looking up in the in the New England Journal of Medicine, scientific and looking in the back at the at the ads and classifieds and a job opening up even more rurally and something mm. said go. And all my friends said, what are you going to go there for? I said, I can't tell you. I was called to go there. Mm-hmm. County at that time of 1,000 people, um, first female mm. doctor, wow. and feeling very at home with the low-lying mountain ridges. Uh, the Appalachian Trail comes through that area. Tuscarora mm-hmm. Indians, which are part of the Iroquois, the bigger Iroquois Nation, and just feeling really, really connected. And yeah. then, spirit has me on a Friday night at the end of a busy, busy week, and I open my book with the story, and a young man showing up at the clinic with what could have been called psychiatric issues. And spirit mm. whispering in my ear, sit down and listen to him. He is mm. not
0: crazy. And
3: mm. when I ask the right questions, thank you for the voices. My guardian angels nudging me. Asking the right questions, do you see things that are predictive? Yes. Do other people recognize those, have they validated? Yes. Have you always seen these? Yes. My grandmother, he said, my grandmother when I was three said I had the sight, and she was a Roman Egyptian. So being able to come up with a different perspective at that time, courtesy of these voices nudging me to look at it differently, to tell this young man that he was not crazy, that he was unbelievably intuitive, and his challenge would be to be able to shut out the information coming in and only it in what he chose. And the epiphany for him, and the why I open was incredible because I then started studying shamanism, which is spiritual, in my opinion, it is at its core. Is highly intensely spiritual. Yes, very much. It's
1: the intermediary. I'm also a studied and trained and initiated um, shaman. So welcome.
2: <laughs> welcome, It's a
3: one. It's a wonderful yeah. place to return to. Our indigenous yeah. knew it. Yeah, um, they were never separate from every living creature. They were no. never separate from the energies of thunder or rain or the celestial body. And so for me it felt like coming back home. Coming home. I just knew you were going to say that, Sharon. So let's
1: talk about, because I think this is so important and happens, but it, it happened with me, but I will say it doesn't happen enough or people tune it out. Um, I really want to underscore this, especially those that may be having this experience. Um, you were on a path, but you were getting nudges, signs, messages that you were listening. You could feel spirit talking to you, God. You had that connection, even though maybe was misunderstood or you mentioned with, like, friends – What could you share for those that are having that um, kind of experience in, I would call, the everyday life or everyday living, and especially, you know, because a lot of times, very often it starts at a young age. um, What helped you and what could you share with our listeners about, you know, what to do with that or how to find that support? now there's support. I know when I was growing up there really wasn't. It was like I just knew and that's it. Just follow that. Now there's support. But what would you, could you share? Um, Because when you were talking I was like wow she really listened and felt it all the way through. It's like no matter, it sounds like no matter what you were doing you, you had that connection. Well
3: I think there's a couple of things I have on this. And one is Spirit's voice is always there. I've come to learn this. I didn't all know i come to learn it. And as humans, with our free will, we are completely allowed to ignore it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the biggest, I think the biggest lesson for me is to be really open to that if I get a little feeling, I stop, them, and pay attention, watch what happens. And probably nine times out of ten, something will happen that'll make me go, "Oh, I'm so glad I paid attention." So that kind of gives you that positive feedback to pay attention again, and then pay attention again, and then open wide so you really pay attention. But the other thing is when you have a yearning. When I was in Medical school and the culture and the atmosphere were so not what I was. That wasn't what I would call healing. It was great mm. science, uh, not always mm. what I would call healing. To have that yearning, when you have that yearning, I think we're more apt to pay attention. We're more apt to listen for an answer. Like, I'm in this, in this padded room with no, and no, no doors, but you get a little whisper from spirit and you sort of a window, pay attention. When you're yearning, you might pay attention more. So usually in my deepest time of unrest because of the way life is going and I want a major change, then mm-hmm. I will get um, a bigger epiphany. And I don't know if it's because I listen better or because I'm in su- such distress, the spirit is talking louder. Maybe a combination of those. But
2: mm-hmm. I
3: think if everybody could recognize what I believe and what I've learned and I mm-hmm. know you believe, spirit is there every minute. And even yeah. resources that you haven't met yet, resources among nature spirits, among ascended masters, among the elements all of these other energies in the universe and we can ally ourselves with them and when we do the power that that is so fulfilling and so life enhancing it makes me want to look around when I take a walk in the woods and look around and pay attention pay attention do I sense anything from that bird I just heard. Um, when the cardinal shows up and it's really not a cardinal season, and I'm feeling gloomy, but the cardinal shows up at my kitchen window. That that's you know I interpret that message, and I feel good because of. Um, yeah. So open up and just practice paying attention, practice opening awareness, and then watch the feedback and watch what happens and recognize we are so connected. There are so many forces um, in the universe that we can connect with.
1: Now, you said something, well, obviously very astute, but also very kind of, oh, that's a very good point, about the medicine that the scientific um, and, of course, I want to, for those that are listening, that it's in the description box, but to get the whole title, Maximize Your Healing Power, Shamanic Healing Techniques to Overcome Your Health Challenges, you recognize that there's the scientific aspect or, or learning, you know, perhaps principles and techniques, and then you're bringing that mystical or spiritual um, You could talk a little bit about that in healing. I I find that very – you're the first doctor that we've had that has said that, and I think that's so profound because we always assume, oh, they're a healer, but in a way, yes, it's science, scientific, it's techniques, it's principles. um, But having that awareness and then bringing that mystical and consciously blending the two, to me that's really powerful. I don't
3: know. Separating In it traditional out of medicine, mm-hmm. traditional medicine talks about the art of medicine, and they kind of have this file drawer that they say, oh, yeah, well, that's the art of medicine. That's a doctor who has a lot of art of medicine. Probably yeah. meaning they get intuitions and hunches and knowings that we can't mm. ascribe to any scientific proof. And I mm-hmm. keep thinking as I'm taking, I'm learning all these other esoteric techniques. How did the ancient medicine men and women do this? They didn't have X-rays. Mm. They, you know, right. how did they bring about healing? And what um, I was taught in Jomon mm-hmm. training by a um, who runs the Four Winds Society is there is cure and there is healing. And you can heal mm-hmm. somebody even when their disease isn't cured. And you can, mm-hmm. so you can have cancer and feel healed because you're still living a vibrant life with a multi dimensional um, life force. And so for me, why wouldn't we open to all of that? It's existed for thousands of years before scientific medicine came along. Why wouldn't we? Incorporate it. Why wouldn't we want our doctors to have hunches? Why yeah. wouldn't we want them to talk to us about our soul's journey? Wow, Sharon, you bring
1: oh my gosh, so much hope to this field. You know, and I know they're out there. I happen to have some, you know, medical doctors. Or whole, not only as clients, but that you know, I personally go to. But they're not. They're not like you know. They're, they're not
3: in every corner, so to
1: speak, in every office, you know. Um, so to have also, that. So,
3: unfortunately, there's a fear. There's a fear ah. of being called wacko. There's a fear of being told mm. that, you know, you're out on the limb. There's a, feel, a fear of medical legal liability if you say to somebody, mm. do this, but you don't send them for the CAT scan. Um, and... As patients, we have responsibility for that because we have created, and we don't have to talk about this a long time because it'll just make my blood boil, but they (laughs) have have created this operating from fear and that everything, we insist on all these tests and we insist on being checked up and um, needles and probing. We have to stop doing that. We have to stop holding our doctor's hostage to this so technical and hostage to tell them they have to be perfect. They're not perfect. In fact, yeah, even I agree. the tests that you get aren't perfect. And you can have an abnormal test and be totally vibrant and filled with life force.
1: Yeah.
3: So, yeah. Like, and
1: sometimes those and abnormal oh. tests, they retest you and they go, oh, it was just something with the scanner or the machine everything is fine it's like i just had a claim go through that i'm like just abnormal
3: you have an abnormal number you have an abnormal lab value and then you're freaked out and you base life and how you feel about your life on some abnormal lab value well that's Mm -hmm. nothing you know you should put yourself down a rabbit hole um if you you know so i think as patients, and I myself have, have been and am a patient, uh, we have to stop holding up this ideal that the technical, technological scientific world is going to save humanity because it's not. Uh, we mm-hmm. need to blend these. Other things. And you know, Michelle, from your technical training, if we don't wake up and change our relationship to how we treat the Earth, as a species is going to go down the tubes.
1: Yeah. So yeah. And earth to... and earth as our body. <laughs> you know, it's, uh... yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, because touching upon this, do you think and feel, and have you seen it, that then integrating that spiritual or mystical, and I don't, and I agree with you, I don't necessarily mean just within the doctors, but within ourselves, because I've definitely come across some doctors. Especially like neurologists or orthopedic surgeons, where I had to tell them, "Look, I I took the turmeric and boswellia, and the pain's gone. So, guess what? I don't need the surgery." <laughs> and they're, "Oh, that's impossible." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, I don't know. I took it; it's gone. That's all I can tell you." So right. I go. I I love what you're saying about the responsibility, and I'm just wondering if you think and what you've seen is if we're also bringing in our mysticism or our mystical experiences or our, our spirituality, because we tend to compartmentalize. Like we might do it, I would say, well, we do it in a session, we do it in a workshop, or we go to a retreat, and then when we get home, everything goes out the window, you know. Right. Do you think there could be, if, if we are integrating that, whether it's the doctor integrating that or just us or both, do you think that could perhaps change the, not just approach, but the, the experience, you know, so of, our, of what we're experiencing medically.
3: Yes, and our experience of life.
1: I mm. think, for mm-hmm. me,
3: a spiritual approach, if at the very least all you ascribe to is that we are dependent with every species, with every creature with that is so that changes your whole view and your every decision in your life and what i love is um, i interviewed for my radio show stephen schwartz who's a remote viewer and he talks often about the concept of promoting well-being well once you Mm -hmm. see we're all interdependent every one of your daily decisions should be based on, does this promote well-being? And mm-hmm. when you are able to have a life filled with those sorts of thoughts, then your life is richer, and I would also argue it's less stressed and therefore better for your physical health, definitely better for your emotional health. Mm-hmm.
1: You said something earlier, and I kind of had a little a, a smile smile to oh yes she's yeah i love this life enhancing and i think probably around 2011 my guides over souls and spiritual hierarchy had said really try not to say this is good this is bad but ask and to teach us share this is this life enhancing because all of nature goes towards what's life enhancing and i've since kind of opened it up to life confirming and you, you use that phrase <laughs> A little bit ago, and and to your point with your other guests that you had on your podcast, I I love that. I since I've been doing that, I've noticed a big change, and um, and even the people I work with have have said the same. You know, is this life enhancing? Is this a life enhancing decision? You know, is this bringing vitality? Is this bringing well being? It almost seems like when we ask that. I don't know, part of our nature takes over. It's beyond the the ego mind. For me, it makes things much easier. Um, If you look at it that way, I I don't know your thought on it, since you also used the the term a little bit ago, what your thought on that is.
3: Well, if I take it to a description with the energetic, to me it's about Mm -hmm. then moving your thoughts and your actions into the heart space mm. and when we do that energetically we connect our fields connect to everything around us we are interdependent we are co-creators and that's got to feel good i mean just yeah consciously moving your awareness to the heart space feels good
1: yes yes well you feel less isolated right or you're doing this all on your own, or this, yeah, this whole... What is your thought and feeling of that? You're talking about that heart space um, in regards to healing or the power of healing or, you know, as you say, even maximizing um, that heart space or heart chakra energy. What is your understanding of that?
3: So most of my... Guided visualizations for clients and what I would say energetically is when you move your awareness to the heart space, you're in the toroidal field of your heart, which generates your entire Mm. energy body. And that to me, energetically, even though our crown chakra does connect to our soul Mm -hmm. and the spirit, our heart connection is powerful and universal. And so mm-hmm. for me, my med- the meditations that I lead invariably bring somebody to the sacred space of their heart because from there, they're in the control center. They're in their yeah. their connection to the highest power they can bring forward to shifting a health challenge. And so that's a fabulous place yeah. to, to journey to, to meditate on.
1: Yeah, and of course that heart space heart it, it it is this intermediary. It is this this interconnecting point. Whether we say is the upper extended or descended energy centers um, in front, below, forward, back, whatever, however you want to look at it. Um, yeah, it is very powerful. A lot of interconnectedness there and, and messaging um, through that. So do you notice, because I do feel a lot of healing energy. I feel like whether it's connecting to that self-love, self-acceptance, love and acceptance of others. The heart chakra does seem to be, or that heart space, heart center, um, does seem to be kind of a synthesizing point for all of us.
3: And, you know, when you think about it, if you look at the chakra system, it's where all that spiritual download converts then into physical, material world. So it is that that mm. transition, that jumping off point. Um, and I really like, um, I learned it from Drunvalo Melchizedek, who's a mystic um, connected with the Hopi, and he taught, People may remember the flower of life, the Merkaba, mm-hmm. and he taught um, that earth, sky, heart meditation where you, from your heart, you connect golden channel down to the earth and feel the love coming back or connect the golden channel up to the heavens and feel the love coming back. Because as he describes it, and I'll use my words here, we are an integral trinity earth Mm. sky and human um we do not exist without the other um in fact humans can't exist without the earth just impossible um i don't Mm -hmm. think we're we may visit mars we may decide to live on space stations but we were created um to connect to the earth we are integrally connected
1: Mm, yeah i think that's part of this awakening is people uh, awakening to that and, and if we even certain disciplines um, you know religions at, at one point it was escaping earth you know or the or believe mm-hmm, that oh you're mm-hmm. here it's a you did something wrong a prison oh we got to get out and now it's it's very interesting that this higher level of awakening has to do with getting in the body, feeling the body, living through the body, mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. through earth, that is this earth experience. Um, and I don't know if that was by design that we went off in that other track, and I'm not saying me but, uh, you, or you, but a, a lot of these doctrines, disciplines, and religions, um, this escaping. And, in, and to your point, it is about being in earth. You know, being Earth, the body that in that interconnectedness of the Earth and us, that there is no separation.
3: Well, you know and that's I wrong think why we're here. Right, that's what I think separates all of the teachings from the Eastern mystical, um, where you meditate yeah. to get away from human desires and get away from human longings, um, yeah. as opposed to the indigenous, especially of the Americas, where you, you know, even the dancing, you stomp on the ground, you are Mm -hmm. physically present. Um, And I think that's the other thing that um, we have, at least Judeo-Christian, you know, we fell uh, from grace in the Garden of Eden. We became human and boom, look, we're sinners. Well, Mm -hmm. yes, human experience experience is messy and human experience comes with um, bad behaviors mm-hmm. and but the human journey especially of as you have, know and talk about and teach our awakenings to see where can we improve where can we evolve to can we become more elevated? Can we become more enlightened in our behaviors, in the way we walk on the earth? And for me, it's about how do we walk on the earth, not how to go to a mountain retreat. Now, I'm not arguing that that's not wonderful. I'm just saying, for me, there's a bigger challenge in our day-to-day. Can we promote well-being? Can we encourage life-affirming by walking daily. I mean, face it, sometimes the way we walk, what we walk through as humans, we walk through a swamp. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's mucky everywhere, but there's opportunities, again, heart-centered, aware, aware of spirit guiding you, making your path shine a little more brightly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, to embrace that instead of escape it or think that there's something wrong. You know, I mean, the, the soul very much. I always say the soul loves. <laughs> no matter what we go, it's oh this experience. This we're going through. This we're going through that. Um, but there does seem to be, and I've noticed this over the years. There's something with the embodying. There's something so crucial. Um, I, mean, I know there always has been, but it feels like it's even more poignant now about the body about. And, and, and maybe that's also why we're looking more at the earth and, and more listening to our indigenous brothers and sisters, or that part of ourselves, indigenous part, um, the wisdom keepers. That it isn't escaping, it isn't running, you know, you know, away from. It's being here with it and embodying. And and from what and I'm getting think, with you, also maybe understanding. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go
3: ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. Finish. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was going to say, I get from you also, there seems to be that it's understanding this connection and how to align to it, um, you know, and even use the, the
3: gifts, you know. hmm Yeah. So one of f- the things that I'm thinking as you're talking is, and I just had this flash, that perhaps one of the frontiers of medicine, and I mean that holistically, I think okay. we're going to find that our DNA has incredible power mm. and that we're going to be able to now, and especially the, the teachers who teach about uh, changing our thoughts to change our epigenetics, but we're going to find that um, DNA connects Universally, it probably connects in yeah. some way to the universal field, and that there is power in our bodies, even though they seem limited. There's power in having become human in a corporeal body, mhm, oh yes, Sharon, <laughs>
1: yes, oh yes, yeah,
3: yes. all right, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh,
1: we'll have to talk. I'll have to bring you back on and then even to, um, when I'm extending this to YouTube, we're going to be doing. I love what you're sharing. Um, yeah, I just did a workshop in a sound healing on this a few weeks ago, the DNA, the, the changes mm-hmm. and, and getting I into the etheric that. DNA. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so excited by what you're doing though. I got to tell you, I mean, I got just goosebumps confirmation bumps all over by what you're saying because when i when i am blessed and fortunate to connect with people like you that are in this field and you're doing this bridging it's like oh yes there's another sign there's another sign and you're seeing yeah, you know we really
3: are moving forward we really right? are yeah. yeah i mean so even in the another concept. let me okay tell you ahead. another yes please Because this keeps coming into my consciousness, and I have not mastered it yet, but I do believe that it can be another frontier. I've been playing with the use of generating a torsion field. So I see that as a vibratory field, and using it intentionally to change a concrete chemical or physical process in the body to activate this torsion field to, and I think that's what sound healing does. It does a torsion field.
1: Yeah. And Uh, that
3: vibratory um, field and that ability to to break up an old pattern, energetic Mm -hmm. pattern, and and then to go to the field of consciousness, to go to the Akashic field, and download the original template of how something should be working before it got waylaid and defective. I think there's going to be immense power in being able to do that. Now, do I know how to do that yet? No, I don't. But mm-hmm. I just have this feeling these are frontiers that we can explore. Yeah, well,
1: I would say to you, you do know, but we, we're we needing more resonance, um, what do you want to call it, group agreement, mainstream, you know, next level of people understanding this, which if we look at the astrology of us going more into the mental realm.
3: Uh-huh.
1: The, the air signs, we will be able to do the, we because it is hit or miss. I've seen that. I, I've had experiences of this as a hypnotherapist.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: not consistent because we don't have enough agreement on this. But I feel like by what you were even saying, I could feel your intention and your power. No joke, Sharon. I can feel it emanating <laughs> from you. Oh. I could totally feel it. So I yeah I think you're onto something because it, it I feel like some of these things that we just what we call miracles or they happen you know kind of <laughs> hit or miss. Once we're all generating kind of at this this level and this interconnectedness that you're speaking about, sure will be it, it. It won't be we're escape. We have to go somewhere else. It's like oh this is possible here on Earth. This is
3: yeah yeah,
1: yeah right. That's you what, know.
3: You said in astrology, and you said "Air," and I was thinking, I'm an Aquarian, so I think I'm an air sign. Oh,
1: yes, you're, No wonder. So, Aquarius, so, future progressive anyway, thinking.:
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love oh, you
1: have big changes ideas. coming up with Pluto going into Aquarius and the, oh, yeah, this is your time. Woo! Yeah, oh,
3: is it? Woo, baby. I like: I that. don't know the
1: rest of your chart, but with the back and also, Aquarius loves um, the science. And it's also very um, hu- uh, humanistically focused in bringing the individual. So anything holistic, bringing in the whole person,
2: you know, cool. on a higher
1: level. So yeah, oh my God, no wonder. That makes so much sense that, um, oh, I just, oh, this is amazing. I mean, what a confirmation <laughs> to everybody listening. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you're really, you know, you're living it, um, and you've been dialed in, obviously connected by by what you shared. It's just now but, it's that platform getting bigger and bigger, and and mm-hmm. and measuring that site, like you said in your your book, that mystical and scientific, which back in the day, and I don't mean our day, but earlier days, <laughs> it was one and the same, right. and it is one right. and the same with the indigenous people. They did they, they, they didn't right. they never separated that out. But, you know, know, Michelle, I want to
3: say something for people Mm -hmm. who are listening. Um, I have in my life, in my human life, in my human childhood, and some of the choices I made to go be a female doc in a rural community where they had Mm -hmm. three old guys who oftentimes did not do the right thing. Um, I have walked. In the swamps And being human can be hard Yeah So I just want to just Reassure your listeners that You know, I am not I didn't get sprinkled with uh, Fairy dust And I didn't skip along Carrying a basket yeah. of roses um, Life can be really hard But yeah. when yeah. you align with spirit And especially for me when I consider the, um, forces of the natural world, um, the energy of the trees, the energy of the elemental spirits that help me in my garden, when you bring those in, you can get a lift in your step and you can keep plodding through because the density of human condition can sometimes overwhelm you. So I just wanted oh, to yeah. plug, plug they, to yeah. your listeners. Yeah.
1: Well, I always say, you know, I started saying this. To one of my teachers had said because I was like, "Oh God, how could I have done this?" And she very astutely said, "Michelle, it's possible to be very conscious in a lot of areas in life, and not in one." <laughs> it's
3: like, no kidding,
1: right? No kidding. So we yeah. all have, and but I feel too. And going back to what you said about the heart, I feel embracing that, embracing my humanness, my some foibles, some mistakes and some whoppers of mis- like oh my god, i really mm-hmm. didn't listen to my higher self in that one and you know, that right one, I know. right
3: um and also Michelle of... awakenings don't always happen in one big lightning bolt.
1: No. That's why the, po- that's get... why the podcast is awakenings. It's it keeps yeah, going and little... going. We're never fully yeah. done.
3: <laughs> and so if you're a late bloomer, um I'm a late bloomer. Still be glorious and rich and filled. Um, So don't think you have to, you know, have this incredible dream where you wake up and you know exactly where your path is going to go. Sometimes you stumble. But if you open your awareness and you listen deep and take time to be in your meditative space to connect to um, your higher self, your soul, your spirit guides, then you can sort of walk a little with a little less stumbling,
1: mhm, so true, you know, and as I said that, I thought sometimes also we are so guided and led, and we have all everything falls into place, and then we get to a point in life where it's like, "Oh, what do I do? Just stay put for a while <laughs> you know because there's no
3: mm-hmm. there's no
1: direction coming in, you know it's like you want to make something happen.
3: And it's well, you the know, time, that's you my know. challenge. I am unbelievably impatient mm-hmm. and brought up where sitting still and not doing was next to laziness. Mm-hmm. And I have had to teach myself that sometimes your body needs rest, sometimes your mind needs to just gel, and that we climb these stair steps where... You can have forward motion, you go up a stair, but then you have that plateau where you integrate and mm-hmm. to allow yourself that. Um, you know, you said something about the body, and one of the things that I have trouble with convincing my patients all the time is stop and rest. Take a day off yeah. of work. Now, yeah. many of them are um, lose money, and that's very hard to do, but then come home from work. And rest, eat well and rest, because your body has the wisdom, it can heal a lot of itself. I like that message. I've been having
1: to say that to myself. and it I don't know why it can be so challenging sometimes. And then when I do rest or I i take a couple days, full days, and I'm, I just push everything to one side, either stuff gets done by my team, I don't need to do it, or I wake up like the ever-ready battery, bunny, and I'm like, oh, I got this done, done, da 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 da. But it's that indoctrination, you know?
3: From yeah, yeah.
1: Go go yep. get this done, accomplish this, get this done, and yeah, that's that's one I um, have to put attention to. You know, I'm putting yeah. more and more attention Hard. to because I yep. am seeing good results when you can do it. It's amazing! It's amazing how the body recoups itself and renews.
3: And, and then you're your mind is again. more efficient after a rest.
1: Yeah, that's true too. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, Michelle, if a- you don't mind, before we run out of time, I just wanted to make sure your listeners knew. Um, as Michelle said, my book is out, Maximize Your Healing Power. But if you order it, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Inner Traditions are three places. And you bring that order number to my website, which is DrSharonMartin.com, DrSharonMartin.com. And you go to the Maximize Your Healing Power book tab. As you scroll down, you will find a place to enter your order number, and you can get a download link for all these freebies. So oh, nice. We like freebies. Nice,
1: nice, nice. Yes, yes. Okay, so all they need to do is get the order number from Amazon right? And then right. go to your site. And where do they scroll yeah. down again? If you could repeat.
3: They scroll down the page, maximize your healing power book, a tab. And down on that page is a place to enter the order number.
1: All right, Sharon, this has been amazing. I have so enjoyed this uh, connection with you and journey. And um, yeah. Thank you for Love inviting me. Yeah. Thank
3: you so Definitely. much. Because, When I get invited on these podcasts, more people listen and all of the people out there have put my book up to number one Amazon bestseller. And I'm all about sharing what I know so we can heal the world. So let's keep going.
1: Absolutely. That's right. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while and we always get great guests. I don't know the publishing companies or PR or whatever that send us – Always, it's always in alignment. So anyway, wonderful. thanks for being uh, on the program and sharing. Thank you.
3: Wonderful talking with you. Thank, Thank you.
1: You as well. Okay. Mm, Goodbye. Hey Soul Lights. Okay, all the info of our guest is in the description box, as well as info on um, Soul Insights and in Tarot and Awakenings podcast on uh, YouTube where we're going to be doing something over there, but a little different, but kind of similar. If you did not get your question answered or get a reading, uh, call back next week and um, we will dive in. Those of you that have been, oh, my God, tried and true listening, thank you so much for co-creating this amazing community. All of you that show up in the chat, show up listening by phone, calling in thank you so much for your sharing and all of you that listen later in the replays uh, we feel you and we love you too all right gang take good care and as always continue to shine your light share your insights and of course keep awake
3: I'm getting woke,
1: awakenings broadcast every wednesday 12 p.m pacific time archive shows available on itunes For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.